Hello, and welcome to Talk to Tate Tuesdays. As always, thank you for spending five to seven minutes of your week with me unless we have guests. So friends, I'm going to ask for a little more time today as I did last week because this week we continue our FU September, our FU September. And this week our F is going to stand for family slash friendships family slash friendships. And remember I said the word friendships. You know, friends, family is a unique entity. And not every person, they actually can fit into every family. You know, I got to tell you, I love my family. I enjoy being around them. I love going to dinner, hanging out with them. But I got to tell you, a lot of people cannot fit into my family because we will fight. We go at it. We will go at each other. We uh, we don't hold back. And a lot of people, they're like, wow, I, can't, I don't believe you guys said that to each other. Now, 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 hear me. We're never, ever, ever out of pocket and disrespectful. But we will call you on your stuff. That is my family. It's funny. Uh, my friend Percy and Don and Micah, they used to say, your family's so funny, Tate. You and your sisters, you guys go at it. And then at the end, you guys was to be like, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And give me $20. And we will. My sister will give me $20. Or we'll be fighting over at a restaurant. And then we'll argue over who's going to pay the bill. That's how my family rolls. And a lot of people, they, they just don't understand how we are. But that's the way we are. And we love each other and respect each other. No doubt about it. Not everyone could deal with that. So, again, family is a very, very unique thing. But it is with your family that you see the elements of what you can become. And and let me clear this up. When I say family, I'm not talking about just DNA. Because, we know, people adopt children. I work in a field where uh, we, we push adoption. So it's more than just DNA. However, at times, at times with your family, you have to uh, decide that these people, certain people in my family, they're not good for me. And at times you have to kind of create your family, expand your family from within uh, genetics, right? Um, And I got to tell you this, you know, uh, sometimes we need to reach out to our friends and our friends become our family. And I want to stop there for a minute because I, I, somebody told me this week that they had 5,000 friends on uh, what's this, Facebook business. No, you don't. You have 5,000 people that tagged in or whatever it is, but you do not have 5,000 friends on Facebook. Let me give you an example of something. Remember there was a movie that came out? I told you I love gangster movies. I love movies, especially when the story is true. So there's a movie called uh, Donnie Brasco. came out a few years ago, and it starred Johnny Depp. And in the movie uh, Donnie Brasco, uh, there's a scene where they bring him around for the first time, and uh, one of the bosses says, who is this? And uh, the guy said, oh, he's a friend of mine. So what he was saying was, is that anything that Donnie Brasco did incorrectly he would take the blame because he says he's a friend of mine. Now, later on in that same movie, there's a scene where, you know, Donnie Bosco, he's done well and he's hanging out with him. 
and uh, he's with the crew, and they go see another crew, and somebody asks, who's this guy? And uh, the big boss said, oh, he's a friend of ours. See, that means that he is part of our family. He's a friend of ours, and anything that he does, we're responsible for. So when you're saying, I got 5,000 friends on Facebook, do you think they're going to be responsible for your actions, or are you going to be responsible for their actions? I don't think so. So, come on. Let's really start to understand the definition of friendship. Um, you know, I, and, I, and I tried to come up with a story. I tried to come up with something that would best describe it for me or make it uh, understandable for other people. And I looked at movies and I looked at her. I listened to songs. And the best example that I could come up with of true friendship, it was in the Bible. And um, I'm going to tatanize this story as I, I, I do. And it's, this story is in all the Gospels. Uh, I'm, I, I pulled, you can look at Mark, the second book of Mark 2, and it's in there. That's where I pulled it. I looked at the King James Version. And this is how the story goes, Tate and I's, of course. So these five friends are sitting around, you know, they're just sitting around talking. They're chilling. They're doing whatever they do. They're talking about the 49ers, how good the 49ers are, how good they look this year. They're just chilling, right? And they're talking about different things. And then one of the friends say, hey, you know that guy Jesus they talking about that can heal people and do all this stuff you know he ain't that far from here today and somebody's like what I'm like yeah 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 I, uh, somebody told me he's uh maybe like a mile mile and a half down the road and they say oh snap so here's the deal one of their friends is paraplegic he, he can't walk it's paralyzed and so they're sitting around for a minute and then one friend says you know what let's take our boy over there to see this cat Jesus because if uh, he's for real we're going to get him to heal our boy and they're like you think so yeah and all five of them they sitting around and in the fourth like alright cool let's do this let's do this yeah yeah let's do this so they put their friend on <clears throat> on, the, uh, on the stretcher and uh, they, they, they head on down the road right they head down the road to where Jesus is at and so when they get there right before they get there they start to notice more and more and more people you know, so they get a little discouraged because who wants to deal with a crowd? You know, we don't like that. Let me tell you a story. I was coming home Sunday night, sidetrack here. And uh, no, it's actually Monday. Monday was a holiday. And I went to, uh, to go have dinner. I was coming home. I was going to have dinner with my daughters. And I had picked up the food and I was coming down the 105 freeway. And right before I got to Prairie, the traffic started to die down. If you know 105 freeway, right? And it's a holiday. And I'm thinking to myself, what, what's with all this traffic? Right, and then as soon as I said that, I kid you not, the guy comes on the radio. He's like, "Yeah, Sasha Fierce is in town, Queen B. Beyonce, she goes on stage in about two hours." See, Beyonce was at a uh, SoFi, and she was causing a big backup in traffic on the 105 and the 110 everywhere else. So we hate crowds, and the same thing was going on in the story with these friends. They're like, "Oh, I can't believe this." So, you know, one of them was like, man, how I won't deal with this, all these people. But the other one was like, nah, nah, nah. We got to look out for our boy. We got to we gotta do whatever we can to see if Jesus can help him. And so they're like, okay, all right, cool. So then one of them said, hey, you know what? I've been to this building before. If we go around the back, I think we may be able to sneak in. So they're like, all right, cool. So they take their boy and they, take, they go to the back of the building and when they get to the back of the building, there's no windows they can't get in. And they're like, oh, 
we back in the back. We made it to the building, but now what? And then one said, you know what we're going to do? This might sound crazy. I know it's going to sound way crazy, but we're going to go to the roof. We're going to tear a hole in the roof, and then we're going to lure them down. We're going to go down to the roof. And everybody's like, what? It's like, yeah, we're going to do that. So that's like, I bet. Let's do it. So that's what they do. And can you imagine them trying to lift that their, their friend on top? I mean, pulling them up on that roof, that had to be some work. They had to put some work in because that's what friends do. They'll put work in for you, right? So anyway, they get to the top of the roof and uh, they tear a hole in the roof. It ain't even they building. They tear a hole in the roof and they lower their friend down to where Jesus is teaching, right? And... Uh, this is the most important part. If you don't remember anything else I say today, remember this part, that Jesus sees this man, this paraplegic, and the Bible says that Jesus, when he saw their faith, not the friend's faith, when he saw their faith, he says, because of your friends, you're healed. So friends, sometimes because of your friends, you're gonna become that doctor. Because of the faith that your friends have in you, they're going to say, nah, man, you can't go on this ride with us tonight. This ain't for you. Because of the faith that your friends have in you, you're going to go on to do great things. Because of the faith that your friends have in you. You know, uh, going back, I said, remember, I called it friendship, not friends. And I'll tell you why. The great philosopher Aristotle said something. He said, you know what? You can make a friend walking down the street. However, in order to create a friendship, it takes time and it takes experiences. So anyway, today's words come from a song by the artist Sting. And they go. When the world's gone crazy and it makes no sense and there's only one voice that comes to your defense and the jury's out and your eyes search the room for one friendly face, that's all you need to see. If there's one guy, just one guy, who laid down his life for you and I, it's hard to say it. I hate to say it, but it's probably me. Friends, I'll see you next Tuesday.